Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We've got a lot of results for over the weekend. Let's jump right into it. Tonight, we're going to start with the ladies. We're going to go all the way through the entire schedule with the ladies. First up, one-day event hosted by Mount Union, where the Mount Union ladies come out on top, defeating Baldwin Wallace and John Carroll. This was on the 27th. So we had a lot of teams that played back-to-back days. Uh, we had first place individually, Maura Knox from Mount Union, tied with Rachel Sladke from Baldwin-Wallace. Really nice, solid 80, 86 out of both of them. Very good performance. And I know, since I live fairly close to the area, weather not exactly great all weekend, um, but I think Saturday was a better day than Sunday. Next up, a little one-day event between Denison, Wittenberg, and Wooster. Uh, all the ladies played very well. Denison comes out on top, 325. Uh, Wittenberg second place and Wooster in third. The individual medalist was Megan Wan from Denison with a really solid 75. Uh, second place was Lane Hirsch, also from Denison, with a 78. And then tied for third was Jordan Jarrett from Wittenberg and Julia Shafir from Denison. So really solid playing. We like to see the Denison ladies showing out like that with that solid 325. We'll keep our eye on some of the other results. Okay, also on the 27th, we had the Purple and White Invite number one, where we had Otterbein, Ohio Northern, Muskingum, Marietta, and Capital for the ladies. Uh, Otterbein comes out on top with a really solid 324, Ohio Northern second, Muskingum University third, Marietta College fourth, and Capital University fifth. Emma McGreal from Otterbein finishes first with a 77. We had two tied for second. It's Allison Dragovic from Muskingum with a 79 and Isabella Orofino from Ohio Northern with a 79. Uh, Grace Honigfor uh, from Ohio Northern also with a solid 80 t- finishing four. So really nice playing there. The one-day events kind of we, we get in, we get out. Really solid. We'll keep kind of following along with some of the performances, but we're really excited to see a lot of our Ohio schools and some of those areas that are finally getting going. We'd love to see bigger tournaments, but hey, we'll take what we can get, right? All right, another result that we were paying very close attention to, and one of the reasons why we wanted to kind of wait and let some things happen, because it was done out on the West Coast, was the Bulldog Classic, where we had Redlands, UC Santa Cruz, Chapman, and California Lutheran. University of Redlands girls are for real. They fire a 300 in round one and go 296 in round two. Now the UC Santa Cruz girls also came with a 299 on day two. Um, really, really good playing. But Hannah Jugar from Redlands with a first round 70, second round 73 for a one under 143 is really, really solid playing. And Hannah's been performing well and she appears to be the real deal. Uh, second place was Jillian Mendoza from UC Santa Cruz with a 75 first round, but then a blistering 69 the second round to shoot even par. Then we had the three ladies from Redlands all tied for third with a with an overall score of six over 150. So again, Redlands has got some players. Um, we're gonna have to get them, you know, out of California to really test sort of where they are in some of the same golf courses. But right now, Redlands looks like they're the real deal. Okay. Also over the weekend, we had the Lady Crusaders Spring Invite, where Mary Harden Baylor was hosting. And Mary Harden Baylor comes out on top with a 306, 329. Uh, 
finishing well in front of Trinity University in second, Laterno University in third, and Centenary College in fourth. And then the University of Mary Harden Baylor ladies go one, two. Joe Tiger from Mary Harden Baylor goes 73 78 for a 151. And then on second place was Sydney McConnell, also from Mary Harden Baylor, 73 round one, 81 round two. Uh, Aaron Flynn from Trinity finishes third with a 74 82. And then Sarah Kamikik from Mary Harden Baylor, 78 82. And if I messed up your name, I apologize. Uh, send me a phonetic spelling on Twitter and you'll get my Maya Culpa. But again, Mary Harden Baylor ladies, we've, we saw them come over to Jekyll. They performed very well. Here they are again. I, and if I remember right, the wind was up pretty heavy and uh, nasty in Sunday down in Texas, much like it was in much of the country. So some of the Sunday scores have been up. But again, that's really good playing. 306 on round one was was outstanding. So uh, Mary Harden Baylor's for real. And, and we're starting to see a little bit of separation and starting to see a little bit of that. be really interesting to watch as the golf stat rankings come out this midweek. And I'm hoping we get another Women's uh, Golf Coaches Association uh, poll coming out soon. Okay, next up, we had the Miami Whitewater Classic, which was a really great tournament. We had a big, big field two-day tournament and some excellent golf being played. Uh, Rose Holman ladies come out on top. Uh, they shoot 332 in round one, 339 in round two. And they just barely nip DePaul University by three strokes. Um, Rose Holman and DePaul sort of separated themselves in that tournament. And third place was Hanover College, followed by Transylvania University, Mount St. Joseph's University, Franklin College, Manchester University, Bluffton University, Earlham College, and then Defiance in that order. Uh, really great playing. And first place medalist by four strokes was Rachel Zhang from Rose Holman. 83 round one, 77 in round two. So that's that was really good, good golf. Uh, tied for second was Annie Anderson from Rose Holman and Crystal Chan from DePaul, as well as Tarini Kakar from DePaul, uh, all with a 164 total. So, again, I, this is what the stuff that we love to see. We love to see two days where it's a big field where we can see, you know, stack up who and when and who's playing what. Um, big shout out to Haley Quatman, who was the leader after day one. From Mount St. Joe, she backed up a bit, ended up tied for eighth, but wanted to make sure we called out that really great sub-80 round in round one. Okay, not done yet. Still working on the ladies. Mount Union women's fall invite. Mount Union wins on a one-dayer on the 28th, uh, which in Alliance, Ohio, was very blustery. They win, and they beat Baldwin Wallace and John Carroll. So you saw them kind of go back-to-back days. Uh, the 27th, the 28th. Uh, but a really good performance. Again, Maura Knox wins again with a, with a pretty solid 83 that day. Uh, second place was Brianna Potts from Mount Union. Third place was Rachel Sladke from Baldwin Wallace. So, and I know the wet wind was up, weather was tough, but still some really good playing there. Okay, back to our Ohio teams. Dual match, Wittenberg versus Denison. Again, Denison comes out on top. Tougher day with the wind up. But they end up winning by 16 shots. Uh, Lainey Hirsch and Megan Wan tied for first with a really solid 81 in the wind uh, in, in Springfield, Ohio. Uh, followed by Ellen Frame and Aaron Adams from Wittenberg. So good dual match there in the Midwest. Okay, then we had another one dare between our team from Wooster, right? The team, Woo Woo Wooster. Uh, they end up winning 
significantly over Ohio Wesleyan. Uh, Megan Grinnell from Wooster with a pretty solid score and a very tough, windy conditions. Brittany Miller finishes second for Ohio, for Ohio Wesleyan. Okay, then we get into two of the bigger tournaments we were watching. One, we wanted to wait until we got out. We let some people in the western part of the country get some things done. And it was really to assess George Fox. And ladies and gentlemen, they are for real. George Fox wins their tournament, the Fall Classic, out in Beaverton, Oregon. They go 306 day one and and have the lowest score by 53 shots. Um, that was pretty impressive. Round two, they go 320 and win, and win that day by 44 shots, leaving them with a 97-shot win, which is really impressive. Uh, they end up uh, coming in second was Whitman College, Pacific Lutheran in third, Whitworth in fourth, Pacific in fifth, Puget Sound sixth, Lewis and Clark seventh, and Willamette University eighth. Uh, George Fox, Ali Slingsby uh, ends up being your medalist by two, 74-77 over her teammate Allison Takamiya, 73 day one, 80 day two for a 153. And their teammate finishes third, Mackenzie Toole, also from George Fox, 77-79. So they got three horses already that look pretty good. Uh, Cameron Ford from Lewis and Clark finishes fourth. And then uh, Caitlin Tonet from George Fox also finishes fifth. So they had four of the top five. Uh, so we kind of had, hadn't seen them perform yet. We saw them in the coaches poll. First results pretty rock solid. So it looks like the George Fox ladies are for real. All right. Lastly, on the ladies' side, one of the reasons why we wanted to wait till today was Wash U was playing out in their tournament, the Wash U Spring Invitational. And the Wash U ladies are going to come in fourth after this tournament, which was a surprising result. Uh, they didn't have a great day either day. Bethel University out of Minnesota ends up winning the tournament. Uh, they end up edging out the Illinois Wesleyan ladies by two. Um, finishing third, St. Catherine University, fourth, Wash U, fifth, Carthage College, sixth, St. Catherine University's B team, seventh, Illinois Wesleyan's B team, eighth, Millikan's University, and nine, St. Scholastia. But the interesting thing here is the Wash U ladies performed fairly well. We had Caroline Oakley, who we had saw come out as an individual and win a tournament. She ends up finishing tied for second. Uh, Nicole Miller from Bethel, ends up winning, and winning by eight shots. She goes 78-73 uh, t- today. Uh, Caroline finishes second after an 84 with a following up with a 75, and she ends up tying also from Bethel, Anna Schwartz, who was really solid at 81, day one, 78, day two. And if you remember, uh, that first day is the Sunday that everybody had all the wind and the weather, so it, it makes sense that the scores got a little better uh, on Monday today. Finishing fourth was Kate Munro from Carthage College. And then uh, you had three ladies tied for, no, excuse me, four ladies tied for fifth. Jordan Amelon from St. Catherine University, Maggie Warner, Jenna DeMay, and Emma Thorman from Illinois Wesleyan. So that's just a ton of results that we've got over the weekend and today, which was fabulous. Um, You know, what does that mean? I think as we go down the path, Redlands has backed it up, which is a good sign. We've seen George Fox on the on the course, and they seem to be legit. So the two kind of Western teams that we hadn't really seen a ton of, we feel pretty good about. 
Interesting enough, if you remember in our preview show, we talked about WashU being pretty young. It, it looks like that may be the case a little bit. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't get better and a whole lot faster. They only had four players playing in that event. So there could have been some COVID stuff. We don't really know. be interesting to see sort of at their next event, do we get a different mix to where, hey, we were missing a couple people. We're going to show up a little bit more. We do know better than to, you know, write off WashU because they are good program. And Caroline Oakley's seems to be the real deal uh, being their number one player. I think the thing that I'm looking for is the next women's coaches poll. And then I want to see the shakeout of the rankings as we get into this week's golf stat rankings release. So that'll be really interesting. Well, we have a little more of the Ohio conferences in the mix. We have another result out of the Redlands, George Fox now in the mix and Wash U's performance in there. So let's, let's see how that shakes out. Hopefully we get a women's coaches uh, poll to go along with that. Okay. Now let's move back over to the men's side where we didn't have quite as nearly many events, but we did have a bit. So let's get into it. First up, one-day event. We had Denison, Wittenberg, and Wooster hooking up as well. Uh, a lot of these were men and women together. Uh, Denison comes out on top with a rock-solid 290. They end up winning the match. Wittenberg, 309. Wooster, 318. Uh, ben Sherman from Denison with a 4-under 67 to win medalist. Sam Davis finishes second with a 73. Will Grady from with a 74 to finish third, all from Denison. Tied for fourth was Ben Foltz from Wooster, Mark Mitchell from Denison, and Will Burkholz from Wittenberg, all firing us. One day, 76. So that's pretty good play uh, back on Saturday at Denison Golf Club in Granville, Ohio. Okay, next up, Medalist Golf Club in Marshall, Michigan. Olivet hosts a spring tournament. One dayer on the 27th. Uh, that was won by Trine University with a solid 303. Calvin University, a 309, finishes second, followed by Hope College, Albion College, Kalamazoo College, Olivet College, Adrian College, and Alma College. Uh, Sam Holland from Calvin ends up winning an individual medalist at 74. And then we had three tied for a second, which was Jack Crawford from Hope College, uh, Todd Miski from Trine, and Will Robson from Hope as well, uh, all firing a 75. All right, next up, had a little dual match with Thomas Moore and Spalding University. Uh, Thomas Moore University in Northern Kentucky. Uh, Spalding comes out on top with a 307, uh, beating Thomas Moore by 20 shots. Uh, Kobe Johnson from Spalding shoots a 74 to win. Nathan Chapman uh, finishes second with a 76, and Kendall Hale uh, from Spalding with a 78. Uh, and then we had two guys tied for fourth. Hayden Hope from Spalding, and Nick Petros from Thomas Moore with 79. Okay, also out west, the men played to, uh, against each other as well, but without the UC Santa Cruz piece. So the men's side of the Bulldog Classic, University of Redlands comes out with a 296 day one and follow up with a 294 day two. They end up winning by 16 shots over Chapman University and Cal Lutheran. Uh, Kyle Sharp from Redlands wins with back-to-back 71s for a two-under total 142. Uh, Charlie Shumay from Chapman with a 75-69 to shoot even par. Logan Kenley from Chapman, 70 day one, 76 day two. Uh, and then J- Joshua Fambro from Redlands will finish fourth, 76-71, uh, followed by Jared Stone, also of Red- Redlands, 74-74. So uh, the men, not, not nothing to sniff at out there as well for the Redlands. 
haven't seen them in the ranking, so I'm hoping this kind of gets the men program in to see where some of the California schools we think will shake out uh, as we get closer to sort of looking forward towards the NCAA tournament. Okay, also the fall classic out in Beaverton, the men were playing as well. Uh, different little order of operations here, though. Pacific Lutheran ends up winning with a two-day total of 609, 293 day one, 316 day two. Uh, Willamette University finishes second with a 305-307. George Fox's men, who had, were tied for second after day one, 299, then a 316 uh, the second day really hurt them. Uh, they were also tied day, day one with Whitworth University, who also backed up a little bit. They finished fourth. Linfield College uh, finishes fifth. Puget Sound finishes sixth. Uh, Whitman College seventh. Pacific University eighth. And Lewis and Clark ninth. Uh, Mason Cook from George Fox wins medalist. 69 day one, followed up with a 76 day two for a one over 145. Andrew Kibbe from Willamette, 71 76. And Alex Worth, also from Willamette, finishes third, 75 75. And then we had uh, four, four people tied for fourth Caden Arnold from Pac, Pac Lou, Dante Hetchmitt from George Fox, Riley Hegarty from Whitworth, and Ren Hoshide from Puget Sound. Okay, also, we had a little dual match between Wittenberg and Denison. Wittenberg ends up coming out on top, 302 uh, versus 314 for Denison in the men's side. Uh, Nick Pigeon from Wittenberg f- fires a 73 to win by two over Ben Sherman from Denison and Will Burkholz from Wittenberg and William McDavid from Wittenberg also. They all fire a uh, three over 75. Uh, Will Grady from Denison finishes fifth uh, with a 78. Also, an, another one-dayer, Muskingum had a, a group of teams with them as well. Muskingum wins with a 302. They they barely nip out Otterbein University by two shots, who sh- shoots 304. Capital comes in third with a 308. Marietta College fourth with a 311. And Ohio Northern with a 314. Rounds out the five-team field there. All right, and then last but certainly not least, the Great Lakes Intercollegiate at the Trophy Club up in Lebanon, Illinois. Uh, really nice big tournament. It was a couple of coaches who I had met and talked to at Mount St. Joe's event a couple a week ago. We're already talking about the Great Lakes, and they have got another event coming up in the next week as well. But here we get a really nice two-day event where DePaul University ends up winning by two strokes over Franklin College, who finishes second. Rose Holman finishes third, one stroke back of Franklin. Trancy University finishes fourth, one stroke back of Rose Holman. Carthage College finishes two back of them. So really tight top five. Round out the rest of the tournament. Wabash comes in sixth. Mount St. Joe's comes in seventh. Center College is tied for eighth with Hanover College. And Earlham College uh, finishes in tenth. Uh, But a really tight top of the field, and it was really interesting. So Rose Holman took the lead early on day one with a 297. Uh, followed by Transy at, at 300. Then you had two teams, Carthage and Franklin, tied at 303. DePaul was at 310 uh, after the first day. The second day um, would have been the weather day. That would have been Sunday. DePaul comes out with a really solid 304, and they leapfrog a bunch of teams. Franklin comes in with 313. Rose Holman backs up with a 320. Transy 318, and Carthage 317. Wabash goes 316 that second day after a 314 
on the first day. So it was, you know, you could really see DePaul really moved up the field. I mean, they were they were well back and, and came on strong. Um, it was nip and tuck coming down the stretch as well. Uh, we had a tie for first. Not sure if there was a playoff. Alan Showalter from Franklin goes 75-72 for a three-over total 147. He ends up tying with Bra- with Braden Weiss from Wabash, 74-73. Uh, Thomas Butler from Rose-Holman finishes third, 70-78. Max Gogol, also from Rose-Holman, uh, finishes fourth, 71-78. And Kinder Jones from DePauw shoots 74-76. Uh, so really good golf. Um, I know that Sunday was windy and breezy and there was a lot of weather. Uh, so that was that's pretty pretty good playing. All right. That is all the results. And let me tell you, I'm tired already for reading all those things. But it was a really great weekend of golf. It was really fun to watch. I had probably five or six tabs open most of the weekend when I was able to be in front of the computer. Unfortunately, for D3 golf guys, we have to do some stuff too. So I had some caddy duties on Saturday and, uh, you know, work called from here and there. But other than that, really exciting golf. I, I thought with some of the weather that was whipping through some of the areas, I know some of the coaches commented out on Twitter that there were some tough days out there. Um, so it was really nice to see a lot of good performances and some tougher weather. As we get into the rest of this week, you know, we're going to look for the golf stat rankings to come out. Like I said, I'm hoping for a couple more coaches polls, and then we're going to start looking forward to the couple big tournaments later this week. One, the golf week down in Orlando, um, going to have a big crowd there. Both men and women, I believe are going to be there as well as the Illinois Wesleyan tournament is going to be hosted as well. And I think there's one more. In Frank, that that I think the Franklin guys were telling me about. So we will talk more about those in our midday, our midweek podcast as we get closer to it. Uh, but really excited about kind of looking forward and seeing another big tournament. I'm really going to be focused on the golf week in Illinois Wesleyan. So what I understand is I think some of the other northern schools that haven't been in, in, quite as engaged yet are going to be able to start getting into some of those uh, tournaments as well. So we're going to really be kind of focused on some of that. We're also going to start looking forward to, to try to get some more uh, interviews on. Uh, also, we're going to try to start up sort of a what's in your bag. Where we're going to call out a handful of select individuals. We want to interview you. We want to talk to you. Tell us what's in your golf bag. We want to know what's your major. What do you plan on doing after you graduate? So we can highlight some of the fabulous individual uh, players, students, and athletes that we have in Division Three golf. So. If you're interested in being one of those people, we're going to kind of try to keep it to juniors and seniors um, because we want to try to highlight some of those things so we can say, hey, what do you want to do when you graduate? Uh, So we can also help find people, uh, connections out there in the rest of the D3 world. Uh, So keep reaching out with that. We still have stickers available for any of those that that don't have them yet. Uh, We also want to announce tonight the winner of our contest for packing the van. Uh, There were some great entries, but clearly the team with the most entries was the gang up at Wooster. So Wooster College golf program, both men's and women's, give me hit me up on Twitter, shoot me a note, and give me somewhere to send you some swag. Uh, it won't be a ton, uh, but it'll be enough that, that you'll be able to pass around a few things to a little bit of everybody, and we'll have a little D3 Golf Guys stuff in your possession. So congratulations, uh, Wooster. You guys end up winning the March contest. And with that, we'll say hit them straight. Cheers.